Here's what rookie running back Jalen Samuels brings to the offense. And what is up with these angry, head-butting, woman-choking Steelers fans? Welcome to the Steelers Update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. There is football to play in Oakland, and it will be rookie running back Jalen Samuels leading the Steelers' ground attack versus the vulnerable Raiders' defense. Or will he? Samuels was actually considered a tight end in the NFL draft, and in college at NC State, he did most of his damage catching passes over the middle. Critics say he's less reliable as a hand-the-ball-off running back, and he lacks a burst or even a second gear. So it looks like it'll actually be a running back by committee versus the Raiders, with Steven Ridley seeing his share of opportunities as well. But with the Steelers still a pass-heavy team, it is Samuels who could really break out in Oakland. And already, fantasy football players are snapping him up off the waiver wire with the injured James Conner out nursing a high ankle sprain. Here some of the latest takes on the state of the Steelers running game absent James Conner. Adam Leviton with Steelers.com tweets this, quote, I don't think Tomlin is lying about using running back committee Sunday, but Pitt has been NFL's most pass-heavy team over the last six weeks, fitting Jalen Samuels perfectly, unquote. Bob Labriola with Steelers.com writes this, quote, Through the season's first 12 games, the Steelers had run the ball 263 times, with Connor getting 201, or 76%. Ridley has carried 18 times, and Samuels, who has been active for every game this season, but didn't touch the football on offense until late October, has 12 carries. The team's Second leading rusher to this point is Ben Roethlisberger with 24 attempts for 94 yards and three touchdowns. Not surprisingly, Tomlin indicated the Steelers will utilize a committee approach to replace Connor, unquote. My take is this. Look for Samuels to be the running back cog in the short passing game while Ridley receives the carries on the ground. And indeed, Labriola concludes, quote, As for Ridley, a six-year pro with 3,000 career rushing yards in the NFL, he now gets a chance to do what he was kept to do all along, unquote, namely, run the football. Fantasy handicapper J.J. Zacharias tweets, quote, I wouldn't expect Jalen Samuels to see close to Connor's workload. He was a hybrid player at NC State, never saw more than 78 carries in a season. Stephen Ridley very much in play off the waiver wire, unquote. NFL draft guru Evan Silva notes that Samuels has run a pass route or pass blocked on 73% of his 2018 snaps. All of this is in keeping with the Samuels pre-draft profile by Silva, which compared Samuels to Bears tight end Trey Burton, 
calling Samuels a catch-first weapon in the middle of the field. So there you go. The facts sure suggest a true running back by committee versus the Ravens, the Raiders. But if the Steelers keep with their throw-happy offense, Samuels could be catching a, a good share of those footballs from Big Ben. Now, one more word about that failed Steelers defensive strategy versus the Chargers receiver Keenan Allen, who simply killed Pittsburgh in that shocking, embarrassing 33-30 Sunday night football defeat. James Wexel was with 24-7 Sports tweets, quote, the narrative that the Steelers played Keenan Allen one way and didn't adjust is false. The narrative he feasted mostly on linebacker mismatches is false. His site proceeds to break down all the All-22 game film to show all the ways the Steelers' D was exposed by Allen's ability to make cuts and run precise routes, especially out of the slot. But Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com has another take, writing, quote, too often, Keenan Allen did match up on a linebacker, including the final third down that pushed the L.A. Chargers into field goal range as time expired, unquote. And Kazora calls out Coach Mike Tomlin for blaming injuries for these mismatches with Allen. He concludes, quote, repeatedly Tomlin cited not having defensive backs Morgan Burnett and Cam Sutton as the reason for this, limiting flexibility and creating those hold-your-nose matchups. Wait, what? Kazora asks, then adds, quote, the standard is the standard. Next man up. Such is life. One of these ain't like the other, unquote. Um, finally, we have a word to those drunk and disorderly and downright dangerous Steelers fans caught on tape during that Sunday night football loss to the Chargers. They were caught on tape during some horrible things. One Steelers fan headbutting and punching and beating another Steelers fans and then there is something even worse, a still unidentified male Steelers fan seen choking a pregnant Chargers fan. Stop it. Just just stop it, please. Steelers Nation is known for its passion, but not like this. Pittsburgh is one of the friendliest, most welcoming towns I know. But it is a drinking town with a football problem, as the bumper stickers say. That combination, along with a losing effort by the home team, can combust in episodes of ugly violence. It is not a good look for the proud city I love. So handle your alcohol and your football or stay home. Please just stay home. Pittsburgh thanks you for not giving Black and Gold Nation an ugly black eye in the national media and on social media where these ugly incidents have gone viral. Well, that is the Steelers update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.